welcome everyone welcome to the matter of the heart where we give you heartfelt educational and always positive stories for you to elevate your spirit and i'm your host carol olivia and always thank you so much for taking your time out to listen to the matter of the heart topic of the show ufos stories and visions and you know lately we have this is um, we're recording uh in june and i know this is a worldwide podcast so some countries i'm not sure if they've heard of it but you know we uh, lately ufos have definitely been making headlines and uh, the acceptability or the speculation speculation and certainly uh, you the listener will make you a decision and we uh, will give you some more insight in, into the show. Eric Mitchell, who is one of the guests, has still a couple of other shows on, and I certainly encourage you very much to listen to the shows. So the first guest is Eric Mitchell. He's a strong advocate of UFOs. And Eric has been investigated by CIA agents and has counseled over 3,000 people in over 127 countries and to me that shows validation all by itself but you make the decision listener eric mitchell he has um, had weekly discussions with uh, with edgar mitchell astronaut of apollo 14 and um he really has such fascinating stories that he's going to share with us uh, the the other guest we have another guest with him and his name is Michael Walker. And at the age of 12, he first his, saw his first UFO. And maybe we can get a little bit into that vision, uh, Mike. You know, that you, the sky, uh, you felt opened up into a vortex. And then later on, he had visions of being on, on a spacecraft. And then also later on, he had visions of two rings, white orb. I think you said a black orb. But... We're going to investigate much more into uh, to the topic with you, both of you, uh, Eric and Michael. So we welcome you to the show. Awesome. Thank Thanks you. for having us. Um, what did you both feel about the latest, you know, information that was out there from, by the United States government on UFOs? Gosh, Mike, do you want to uh, go first or you want me to jump in there? Uh well, I, I can do that. Uh, my <clears throat> my first reaction was, I don't, I don't want to hear it from you guys. Uh, initially, you know, um, right. after I thought about it, I was like, no, this is good. This is a good thing. Uh, <laughs> but at the same time, I just have a feeling they're going to find a way to weaponize this whole this whole ordeal. You right. know what I mean? Just like they do with anything uh, that's new and grand. Uh, they'll find a way to weaponize it and 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 twist it and turn it you know i i just don't trust i want it to come from from the experiencers i want it to come from ground level you know mm -hmm. people that haven't been tampered with or may have any kind of puppet strings that's how i feel mm -hmm. and uh, so mike i'm curious why do you think is it because to limit the fear or the unknown or I mean, we're, we're talking about, I guess, the media in general, whatever that word would mean, you know, in general. But why do you think underneath it all, the root of it, that they're trying to do that? 
Well, I think they they either they either know as much as everybody else about the whole ordeal, mm-hmm. or they know a lot more than than what they're giving us. So I'm not sure which direction uh, that they would go with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I would I just I just have a feeling that. Uh, they want to like use this the mm-hmm. best way they can. And I, you know, they, they might just be embarrassed because, you know, they're out there with all this high tech equipment trying to track down these things. And, and they're frustrated because, you know, they're, they're, they're appearing to, to, uh, you know, regular everyday people uh, more than, you know, someone that's out there, you know, doing all that they can and have all the budget in the world to, to, to try to track them down. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the story is with the experiencers. Uh, there's, there's, there's just so much to, to, to living with that experience. Mm-hmm. It opens your mind to so much more. And especially if you just stay grounded and, and, and not sell out to, mm-hmm. you know, any, any false, false uh, narrative. It's just, right. I just have this distrust, especially at this time that we're in right now, anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh and Eric, uh, I, I find it fascinating that you had weekly discussions with a with an ex astronaut, and I'm presuming that um, that he certainly believed very much in, uh, you know, in in UFOs or he encountered or whatever. If you can give us, uh, you know, his concepts, because you, I, I know you had weekly discussions with him, and with Edgar Mitchell. And what's, what was his insight and what did you gain? What insight did you gain from your discussions? Well, <clears throat> there's a, a lot of uh, controversy when it comes to 1947 crash. I think that's well known throughout, you know, a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Edgar was from Roswell and he was away at college at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when he got back, he heard about everything and he was good friends with generals and high ups and they all told him. Uh, that this was a recovered uh, flying saucer. So before he ever, you know, left Earth and went to the moon and and all that, he uh, uh, had already known that these things exist. Um, Believe it or not, uh, Carol, our conversations uh, had not a whole lot to do with UFOs. Okay. Uh, We did have a lot of philosophical, um, you know, talks. Uh, When he left Earth and he looked back and he saw this, tiny little planet he couldn't imagine all the greed and war and, and all the things that were actually going on down there it was a bit of a uh, uh, epiphany awakening if, if you will mm-hmm. but uh, we we did talk about um a man by the name of ray hernandez a great guy he's a, a lawyer in uh, florida and uh, mm-hmm. we all wanted to put together um, a comprehensive study on experiencers you know let's talk about you know the citizens here on the ground not what's flying out over the ocean, what they're putting mm-hmm. on television now, what's mm-hmm. going on over land. And, um, you know, it's it's really terrible, but, you know, Edgar was a, a, a very big part of the free organization. Um, you know, he got the job done just like he always has in life. He's an overachiever or you mm-hmm. know, he was, he passed uh, on us a while back, but yeah, he, uh, it was a great follow through. We There's a 980 page book, I believe, uh, with uh, 18 different PhDs um, on the subject. So there was a lot found uh, uh, through that. So Edgar was well aware of the, the problem uh, before he passed. 
And um, as far as, you know, what's going to leak, I think, you know, I've been behind the scenes. I've seen orders like this before, um, you mm -hmm. know, having 180 days to release this information. And I honestly think it's going to be 100 to 200 um, Project Blue Book types of, of banter uh, with a little extra. I think they're going to have uh, some, um, a little bit of good stuff. But guys, you know, I've danced around these intelligence people. I, I watch them from afar. I, I know their careers. I know what they're, you know, been up to here and there. <clears throat> you know, it's the book Art of War, you know, Know, know Thy Enemy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, it's like a pool table. I mean, all these things are, are going in the pocket. So I wouldn't expect a whole lot because these guys are, are hiding quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And you know, for the sum part, I think, you know, it's almost responsibility. It's mostly greed, mm -hmm. but responsibility not to topple over the, uh, the stock market overnight with, uh, you know, new devices um, and things of that nature. But, you know, it's, it's mostly greed. You know, mm -hmm. if you, you know, if you know all the secrets, you have all the power. And let's face it, you know, the, the idea of the wheel changed the world. Um, whoever's in control of this one is, is going to have a lot of power by the end of the by the end of the day. You, you know, that's interesting. You said the greed part, as far as financial, there's different types of greed, emotional, financial, spiritual. Uh, and But you were uh, pinpointing financial, Eric? Well, yeah, there's the financial sector. Um, you know, there's so many different ways. Um, mm -hmm. A basic way to look at it, if you want to step back all the way and look at it, you have mm -hmm empathic people in the world and you have narcissistic people in the right. world. And unfortunately, empaths don't go after positions of power and narcissism is 100% going to do that. So right. um, this is the most powerful thing um, you're going to possibly find. Um, there's no, no bigger thing. You know, once everyone on the planet realizes we're not alone and mm -hmm. somehow they're getting here, unchanged in their mind you know their world view mm -hmm. the entire economy um nothing's going to let them be left untouched so mm -hmm. um, it's a big playing card and so mm -hmm. those that love positions of power they're going to want to keep it mm -hmm. there are people in the cia that are you know even retired cia are so rogue and so out of control uh, that they have no oversight mm -hmm. yeah that's interesting so um Sure, because if a, a narcissist in general, psychologically, is more self-centered or self and self-absorbed, they want to always maintain their power or their quote control. So how they must think it's psychologically, we want to maintain that. We don't, certainly don't want anything else inter interfering with our flow, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes a lot yeah. of sense. You know, like Mike said, um, right. I've, I've shown a, a senior intelligence officer a picture from my phone, mm -hmm. and he was highly upset about it, mm -hmm. you know, uh, and he said, where did you get this, the internet? And I said, no, I took this picture, you know, in my yard, you can see the date and timestamp mm -hmm. on my telephone. And uh, he was upset. He said, you mean to tell me that I have a $15 million plane and a $4 million camera and mm -hmm. you can get a better picture with a $20 Walmart phone. Mm -hmm. And I looked at him and I smiled and I said, yes, you know, because mm -hmm. Mike's right. Mm -hmm. Mike is absolutely right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Now, do either of you know of anybody who's been abducted? 
Mike, you want to take that one? Um, I don't, I don't know anybody personally uh, that I grew up with or lived around, but uh, ever since I've, I've, I've met Eric, it, like I said, it opened up uh, a world of normalcy in, in the world of uh, UFO experiencers. So, um, and, and, and yes, I mean, I, I, I do talk to people that, that, that have been abducted, that have had their uh, uh, hip, hypnotically uh, regressed uh, by, you know, uh-huh. UFO uh, professionals. Um, my story is still not complete. Um, I, I, feel, I feel like I, I'm ready. Uh, I may have had some natural awakenings, um, some, some natural uh, subconscious uh, memories uh, that we'll talk about in a little while, uh-huh. but uh, those just occurred naturally. Um, I, I haven't uh, tried any, uh, any uh, drugs or uh, uh, tried to be uh, regressed in any way yet. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, I'm curious now between the two of you, is there any common thread uh, of, of um, similarities when somebody isn't, is, you know, in other words, abducted? Is there any story, so to speak, you know, that seems to be well mainstream? Uh, I know, uh, I know one right off the bat, me and Eric have uh, a similarity in our experiences. Uh, we both uh, seen a, uh, a vortex um, mm-hmm. uh, before we actually seen any craft. And Eric has an interesting theory that he enlightened me on, and, and I'm sure he'll let you know too. Uh, Eric, did you want to let her know about that, that theory you were talking about? Yeah, you mean X-points or the blue light oh gosh that would take the whole show <laughs> okay yeah well, that would something, take something about the vortex there you know but we can i mean it, it could be um it could be this technology because it does interface with uh consciousness itself and you know i've seen a video you know with these guys in the cia you know uh, sitting in front of a camera saying how is consciousness involved and this blue light that people make fun of and, and mm-hmm. banter um, actually is related to the same, the exact electromagnetic field that fires in your brain, you know, during synopsis. Mm-hmm. Um, another explanation it could be is, uh, I believe NASA had, had declassified it for a little bit and then shoved it back under the rug, but we're, mm-hmm. they're seeing something called X points in our, um, in our atmosphere when the sunlight hits it it kind of opens up like this um, Einstein's Rosen bridge looking thing. And mm-hmm. if we could predict on, you know, uh, when one of these things are going to open, maybe we can put a probe or a satellite in there and find out what it does. But, uh, um, you know, that could very well be um, something that uh, Mike and I have both experienced. Maybe these things are, um, you know, uh, uh, highways of some sort. Mm-hmm. Well, for the listener, uh, I'm sure a lot of people don't know what is the concept of blue light. Well, this this blue light, it it kind of, you know, if it paints the scenario out of most of the people that I've worked with, they're alone or with a spouse, um, they're lying in bed, and all of a sudden this bright blue light comes through the window, illuminates the entire room. Mm-hmm. They wake up the next morning wondering why they didn't remember anything, mm-hmm. and then you know memories start to. Uh, come out, bad dreams start to happen, and their subconscious mm-hmm. is, is really wanting to uh, allude to you um, that something happened to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, 
you know, this blue light, if you work with the electromagnetic field in a particular way, um, mm -hmm. you'll find a, a spectrum that's related to consciousness itself. So uh, that very particular spectrum is, is something that could uh, manipulate your thought process or... Um, mm -hmm. uh, I see, that's interesting. Where you've been, um, right. you know, hypnosis in a way, if you will. Mm. So it's, I mean, it, it's related to consciousness or subconscious? Um, the energy that runs the brain itself. Um, okay. It, it, this blue stuff that fires in between your synopsis when you think is a very particular electromagnetic field. Mm -hmm. And there are things in nature that produce that electromagnetic field other than the human brain. Mm -hmm. And if you learn how to manipulate magnets in a certain way, you can produce this sort of substance. It's also substance that you can use toward uh, free energy. Mm -hmm. having power lines. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Um, and Vortex, for people who might not know the, you mentioned white, uh, you know, who would like uh, to elaborate? Yeah. The best way to describe that is uh, Einstein had a theory with that. Mm -hmm. and, um, we call it the Einstein-Rosen bridge, where there is a, a rip in matter and time, where, mm -hmm. um, you know, the folding of space could bring really far um, objects closer to you, you know, so you can travel very quickly in space. And now NASA is looking at these X points and they're thinking, wow, you know, this is not so sci-fi because, um, you know, the the light from the sun hitting the uh, ionosphere and, and creating this uh, effect could be a, a super highway in space. Mm -hmm. We're just too, uh, too young in, in, in this. Uh, right. Uh, time in our phase to, to even notice, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fascinating. We don't hear much about that, you know? Yeah, it should um, be everywhere, I think. Right? Yeah, definitely. Um, and Mike, you mentioned when we talked before, a vision of two rings. What was that? Okay, yeah. Uh, this happened uh, soon after my UFO experience uh, back in 1985 when I was 12 years old. So I, I chalked it up as a dream. I didn't know what else to call it for many, many years. Um, I had a dream that I was standing in front of uh, my childhood home. Mm -hmm. uh, and I looked back at my house mm -hmm. and it was in the middle of the day. And I see two rings, uh, one within one inside the other one. Mm -hmm. And they were rotating uh, counterclockwise. Um, one was uh, coming towards me horizontally. And the other ring was around that ring and it was going from left to right. And it was going in a bold medium pace. And I remember looking at it as it was hovering over my, my house mm -hmm. in this quote unquote dream of mine. I remember thinking I was very lucid in this, in this dream and everything was uh, more real than, than real itself. Um, I didn't know what to make of it, but I wasn't so impressed because I had just seen a UFO not too long ago. And that's not what UFOs look like. UFOs are saucer shaped and they put on light shows and they take off at the speed of light. Mm -hmm. This thing was, I didn't know what to make of it. I'm 12 years old. I didn't, I, you know, I call, I call it a wheel within a wheel. Now yeah. mm -hmm. I'm almost 50 years old. Um, I've studied the, you know, I, I've looked far and, and wide for anybody that, maybe have seen something like this uh, something i didn't want to even bring up right uh, 
to try to explain to people um, until I came across Ezekiel uh, and his visions of, of, of God, which is controversial. A lot of people uh, say that they believe his visions were uh, with extraterrestrials and, and, and a UFO over that river. Um, I, I don't know. I was never really into uh, religion um, uh, deeply. I uh, kind of flirted uh, around with different uh, churches and things like that. Uh, but I never really got into it. Um, and there was also there was a movie called Contact with Judy Foster, uh, with Jodie Foster. And there was a, a wheel within a wheel in that movie. And it, it really triggered me. Um, it just it just got me thinking about it again. And and uh, like I said, it, you know, it, it took a while to, to find the correlation uh, right. between what Ezekiel saw, uh, what people call the wheel within the wheel. Um, mm-hmm. I've come to find out that it could very well be a Merkaba. Um, it could be uh, one of the uh, angels. There's a hierarchy of angels. Uh, there's there's something called the throne angel, which is uh, also called uh, Orphanim, O-P-H-A-N-I-M. Um, so there's a lot of possibilities of what it was that I actually seen. Um, and I just don't really set any of it in, in stone. I don't emotionally attach myself to any one idea. I just kind of kind of just mingle with the ideas of, 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 you know, just the different possibilities of what it could be, but just afraid to set it in stone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So with the, you know, the two of you and your experiences, what would be your, I don't like use the word definition, but insight into the, uh, into the world, into the universe, into the known and the unknown? Is there anything to fear? You know, or simply accept everything, uh, no matter what's your visions, what's your insight? Yeah. Uh, I don't believe there's anything to fear. Uh, out of all my experiences that I've had, the main thing that I take away from it all is is meditation, self healing. Um, if it, if it was a, uh, I think. It, just like us, you know, there's good people, there's bad people, there's people that follow the law, there's people that don't. I, I think that goes that goes on and on and on. It, it doesn't just, you know, happen at that level. I, I think it happens at all different levels. Um, I, I believe that there may be some negative uh, ETs. I know there is. There's people that uh, are, are explaining their negative experiences. I've never had a negative experience. I've been blessed with... Uh, you know, but, you know, but then again, there's, a, there's a big chunk of my story that's missing um, until I get regressed. Uh, mm-hmm. But other than that, I, I, I get nothing but positivity. Um, uh, a lot of hippie stuff, you know, eating better, uh, taking care of the planet. Uh, I start getting into shamanism and animals and grounding myself with mm-hmm. it's, it's just these mini awakenings you know why why am i buying crystals why am i buying singing bowls why am i meditating i mean that's what i'm getting from from all this is if we can just start with ourselves heal ourselves and and understand this ancient knowledge which i believe is 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 it's wrapped around meditation you know buddha uh you look at all these religions and, and buddhism and, and things like that it's uh thought uh, mm-hmm. you know, just a lot of uh, right. meditation is what I'm getting out of it. Okay. And you, Eric, how would you look at the, um, at the, at the world now? Because you certainly have counseled many, many people all over the world. Um, 
at first, I'm curious, what are some of their psychological emotions that they are coping with? And what is your view uh, with with the universe? Well, gosh, <laughs> she's, she's on the big questions tonight, guys. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I do agree with Mike. I mean, most of us that um, have these experiences and, and we do struggle silently. We can't tell our, our partners. We can't tell our wives or husbands. Mm -hmm. uh, we can't run around talking about it in, in normal everyday society because we, you know, we've been socially engineered uh, to believe um, that it's only crazy people that talk about that stuff, or at mm -hmm. least I was until I was 34 years old, you know? And uh, um, so, yeah, your entire worldview <clears throat> is completely uh, either slowly wiped off the map or slowly, you know, or, you know, overnight, you know, which mm -hmm. is terrible. I, I deal with a lot of people that uh, contemplate suicide, but mm -hmm. after, after that kind of settles down, um, most people look back and say, this is a positive thing. They just mm -hmm. reacted in a way, you know, you're encountering reality that you don't even understand. So um, naturally that's going to be a very negative experience, but over time, uh, what you encounter is cognitive dissonance. Uh, mm -hmm. Because you live in a society that doesn't accept it, uh, and your brain doesn't want to accept it either, you know, and you're kind of stuck in the middle there, uh, where you have this secret life going on inside of you. <clears throat> so it's very difficult uh, to deal with that. But it's almost like people feel comfortable with both sides of that in their life, even though it's very uncomfortable. And if you step all the way through into acceptance and just look at yourself and say, this actually did happen, mm -hmm. um, and now what? What am I becoming? You know, you have to accept this new reality. And like I said, it's, it's, it's left unchanged everywhere. You know, um, every aspect of every way you think uh, completely changes. For example, you know, I, I went into, uh, um, you know, my son's pep rally. I've been to hundreds of those things, you know, and uh, I'm always proud of the, the football team. And, um, you know, when I went through my change, I, I walked into the door and I saw all these kids saying fight 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 win 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 children walking around with goats on a flag mm -hmm. young ladies uh, with short shirts that shouldn't you know wear something like that at school mm -hmm. according to their own school rules you know with makeup on throwing their mm -hmm. legs in the air and what i noticed is this is all promotion of an entire um county or neighborhood to literally have bad feelings about the other kids in the next county over this is divide mm -hmm. and conquer you know so um you can imagine looking at everything in a different way mm -hmm. um you know looking at the united states and realizing it's the divided states because there's plenty of lines and names and uh, predominant religion accents mm -hmm. and everything mm -hmm. to keep us uh, feeling different from one mm -hmm. another and, um so yeah you really do it, it changes you in so many different ways but most people you know just like mike um, we do explore uh, meditation. It's very good for us. Um, it helps us, you know, with that type of understanding, calming everything down, getting rid of, you know, anxiety, and really facing ourselves. You know, uh, where does it all start? It starts with you. And uh, Mike nailed it on the head there. And um, to explore these things, you know, because you have this new reality, is scary um, and also empowering sometimes. And uh, you, you, you tend to be the type of person to take your shirt off your back for a stranger or, you know, um, instead of getting that nasty fly mm -hmm. out of your darn mm -hmm. kitchen, you somehow trap it and let it free. 
you know, so uh, you, you, you tend to have a lot more respect for life, mm -hmm. at, you know, all times. Mm -hmm. And uh, my gosh, we can go on forever. On right. That, but... Well, that, that would be a great show, actually, a learning, you know, a learning experience, because what I'm picking up, the more we're, if, um, for instance, somebody who's going into outer space, such as um, the astronaut we were talking about, I mean, he's seeing the, the miracle, not even the miracle, this is life, the wonder of life. So if we're seeing the wonder of life, then we, I would think it would also lead to more appreciation of, of what's in front of us, of life, you know? Absolutely. Right? Yep. Yes, absolutely does. I think so. Well, this has really been, uh, I thank you so much, both of you. Well, we um, could talk more and more, but Zoom's going to cut us off. <laughs> but, um, Already. <laughs> but thank you both very much. Eric Mitchell and Michael Walker, and we got certainly an insight into UFOs, some stories. Fascinating about the blue light, and many of you might not have heard about, and you might want to listen to the show again. What is the blue light? We talk about the consciousness, subconscious. Fascinating things that we, again, all about expansion of the mind, the heart, and the spirit. Thanks, everybody. You've been listening to The Matter of the Heart. We always appreciate you taking your time out. Thank you. Thanks.